when is the last time that you read somebody to their face? Um, it might have been you. What? <laughs> when you called me a freakazoid? Was it a freakazoid? A creepazoid. A creepazoid. <laughs> um, yes, because you were like, um, I heard your mom's voice. And I'm like, <laughs> I, it was the first time. It felt like a moment in our friendship. <laughs> it was funny. No, seriously, when was the last time that I read somebody? Oh, I have this friend who you'll say something, love her to death. You'll say something to her, a statement, and she might be listening to this. You know who you are, girl. Um, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and she will literally accept it as if it's a compliment. I'm very into this, actually, because I've started to do this, like, start reading Your Body is Not an Apology. And it's like, I've been told I'm too loud. I laugh too loud. I speak too loud. I need to, like, quiet down. So that is an incredible thing to say like, uh, you're being a little loud. Thank you. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly how she'll do it. I'll be like, oh, I never thought about it like that. And she'll be like, thank you. Oh. <laughs> like, like it's that. not a direct compliment, but it's clearly an awareness that how she presented it is a gift. So I was joking on her. I guess it was a read to be like, I love how you thank people for things that they don't even, <laughs> that aren't even compliments. And she's like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> I just love that. I love that level of awareness and the worthiness that we just are just by being. This is like what happens when you have a great friend and you're, and you're learning about each other all the time is that I'm learning from your friends. I don't even know this girl, but hey girl, thank you. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> it's amazing. That's what led us to this challenge this time around, right? Like we challenge ourselves together to say like, let's do something radical and build our connection through getting a friendship reading, a different type of reading as one would say different read <laughs> as they say uh but we linked up with our our friend april monique and she did it for us which i'm really excited to share what the experience was like in our our reflections it truly was a pretty intense and deep deeply profound mm -hmm. experience that led to many conversations even after yeah because the question really was how could we get more woo <laughs> and how can, we, how can we bring our woo woo together <laughs> and in think, the most witchy way <laughs> in the most witchy way mind you like we didn't even know a friendship reading existed until we asked for it and come to find well, out friendship readings do exist so Ask and they deliver. The universe delivers. Ask slash April Monique. Shall receive. Slash <laughs> April Monique. <laughs> so let's get into it. So this is Beyond Curious with Maya and Kara. A podcast about two friends taking chances to nurture connection. As soon as I pulled you forward together, I immediately seen you with both yellow auras around you running as like five or six year old children through a field of daisies. Like, and it felt immediately, 
I just got chills. And even now saying it out loud, it felt so clear that this friendship is like lifetimes. So yeah, tell me what, what was a moment that really felt poignant to you during this reading? A couple things that came up that I didn't think would be there. I think there's a part of relationships and the the growing of relationships that it feels like there are like linear milestones to get to. And once you do, there's sort of like no looking back. Like you just, you're, you're there, this conversation or this moment or this juncture has already been passed. We're good. And so there's that. And that is not what accountability looks like. That is not what communication looks like. That is just not fully recognizing the evolution of two human beings trying to be more, love more, care more. Tell me, tell me, dive in more. I need to, I need to understand. I need a little bit more concrete because I've never, I've never thought about it that way. Like there are milestones. I've never thought about friendship milestones. So yeah, tell me what you're thinking or even within our friendship or with other friendships. Maybe not milestones. Cause I, I do think that there are cer- certain milestones within any relationship that you have. There are certain milestones of like. When you say I love you, when you have a sleepover. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. When you introduce them to your family exactly. and, your, and your friend's family, yes. you know. Or their partner at the time or. Um, yeah, there are things like that. Um, and then there are also just like the not so pretty stones that are like real conversations that come with tremendous growth on the other side. Absolutely. It's hard. It's hard and it sucks and it's scary to do, but I do think like, yeah, we've had a lot of those. (laughs) And there are certain, there are certain relationships where those conversations are going to look differently and having an interracial friendship is hands down one of those um one of those relationships yeah it was really interesting because your reflection after the spiritual reading this tells you the differences in us and within an interracial friendship me being a white woman in this world and in our friendship and how and where i'm showing up like you mentioned at one point that you're like it was very clear that April Munique was directly talking about us and race and, and with, in giving advice and, and reflections within the context of our interracial friendship. And I did not pick up on that. So it was really interesting, like listening back, like hearing you talk about like, oh, then this happened. Then she said this, and this is what it incited in me was not at all what was going on in my brain. So part of it that feels like for both of you is like that trusting of like, I can trust myself and I can trust the other person. I can trust this friendship. I can trust. So that's going back to that like moment of the self-check or like the connection to our depth of trust. That's really scary as a human, um, especially a human with experiences. (laughs) 
just everyone, right? This feeling that just because we know things innately doesn't mean we have to um, ignore like when we're feeling the fear. And so I feel like there's this piece of connecting back to the heart centered connection when fear comes up, like really grounding back into the individual, into the friendship and into our heart, and then speaking it if it needs to be spoken. And that goes back to like the feeling of I can hold space without taking it personal, or I can trust that we're going to be okay. Even if I bring up this weird thing that doesn't even really make sense to me, but it's like coming up as a fear, or you might not even recognize it when it comes to interracial trust and all of the nuances of that and how that shows up, it doesn't mean that you're blind trusting. You're Mm -hmm. cultivating a space of nurturing and nurturing Mm -hmm. isn't blind in like the energy of your friendship. Like you're not trying to come into this blindly or just like (laughs) say like, I trust Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to let go of the other stuff. And that's the goal. Like the goal isn't to pretend like none of that is real. And it's just like this place of like, that is there. All of these different experiences are there. It's real. And then we can hold space for the junk, what comes up from that and not be blind to it. To be a black woman is to not ever have the luxury, it's its never to have had the luxury to not be able to, to see things and see how race plays a part in everything, right? I think specifically within our friendship, it is so easy. Let me go here. There is nothing like, it's one thing to talk about something, right? Like it's one thing to talk about race, right? It's one thing to like, you know, read an article and reflect on it it is naturally going to hit different. It is a a different level of uncomfortability. It is a different level of growth when you are in a relationship and you have to have tough conversations, right? And I thought it was interesting because we both talked about how we nurture each other within our friendship and the ways at time that we may feel like we fall short. And I think the part that didn't necessarily come up for me immediately, and I didn't realize when we were initially reflecting, is that there is this level of work that I myself was avoiding, right? Mm -hmm. Because as a Black you know, there, there's just like, that is, that is just the nature of it. And I think there was a part of me in the reading was like, oh yeah, well, that was the beginning of our friendship. Like we've already talked about it, about it. Like, you know who I am, you know who I, how I feel. And like, we don't have to go there. And the reality is, is like all relationships require work, but we are still living in this society and to blindly talk about it. And I think April Monique even said that. She had this great quote about, it is not to blindly be in it and grow in it, but to truly recognize it. I think what you said is right on the money because we were we were texting afterward. You mentioned something and it was like, well, I under, you mentioned your hesitancy that you were feeling. And I was like, well, the reality is, is that like that hesitancy is about race. And you were like, bingo. 
And it was like the first time we actually, it actually came to the front of the conversation. What was really valuable about the spiritual reading to me was like that quote did sit with me too, April Monique said. And the reason why was because I felt, I always felt this sense of like nervousness, um, the sense of like being tentative or like on my toes because what she was saying is like, it's not going blindly. It's having trust. It's trust. It's trust. You need to come forward with trust. And I was not trusting that I, I was constantly afraid that I was going to fuck up in a way that white people do in these micro or macro way. And that I would lose you honestly. And I was so afraid for that, that moment and that time. And I was so afraid um, that I really wasn't trusting our friendship. I wasn't trusting you seeing me and knowing me. And I, and I think that's, that was a, that was a hard realization. I think like I was so afraid of fucking up, you know, and I had to fuck up to realize like, okay, no, 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 this is, you got to release that anxiety um, because she's going to be here. And like your role and responsibility is show the fuck up and keep showing the fuck up. Can I step in here? Cause you put it so well. It wasn't until you fucked up that I realized that I was constantly afraid to talk about in the ways in which I was so afraid to talk about what what made me feel out of sorts or uncomfortable and where race was coming into a given moment. And it wasn't until then that I realized that there were conversations that I wasn't having with you because I was afraid that that would mean that, oh, well, you wouldn't invite me to places like this, or like you wouldn't invite me to certain spaces, or I would, I came with this like feeling like burdensome that like, you had to treat our friendship with more care, or there are certain people that you couldn't, like there were all these things. And I realized that it was, it had less to do about trust in you. Yes, that's always there as a friend, but it also had a lot to do with trust in myself in knowing that my intuition serves me, right? Like that is literally the wrong question. It's not whether or not you'll invite me to, like if that is the case. That's the right? case, then I'm not, a, I am a shit then, person. <laughs> right, and then, I mean, not even that, but if that's the case that, I mean, listen, that that's not what we're talking about, but it also, yeah. it it's, it's more to say that, um, there were times I didn't even realize I was gaslighting the fuck out of myself gaslighting the fuck out of myself. I remember you processing that in front of me and me hearing you have that, have that conversation. And I didn't, I didn't see it either. And I'm really sorry as a friend that I didn't see you not being your full self when you needed to be your full self and not how I actually want you to be your full self. Like, yeah, it was fucking hard for to hear that I harmed you. I never want to harm you. That is not, that, that's, I, that is my responsibility though, to take in, learn and continue to show up in the right way. Cause otherwise I do not want to be in a friendship where you're gaslighting yourself or I'm gaslighting myself. That isn't a friendship. I have a responsibility to talk about it with you. Absolutely. I have Absolutely. a responsibility. I mean, for me as a friend and me wanting 
the best for you and your growth, I want to be held accountable by my friends. Like if it's not about growth, what are we talking about? And I also have a responsibility for other people, people in my community, right? In yeah. which, you know what I mean? You're in the like dream friendship. Like you're in this, like, you've always wanted to feel this kind of connection. And now you're really like seeing it manifested, like to a point where you can say like, we got something good going on here. And then like the humanity comes in and it's like, but is that really, you know, like that fear comes in. And so thinking about it, like when I feel fear in this friendship, I know it's just the, the fire, it's the purpose that's coming up. And I can trust that we still have purpose, even when there's a deep layer of fear, because the deep layer of fear feels like it's like each of you individually um, supporting each other, holding space for each other to allow that to um, heal, like lifetimes of woundings to heal, lifetimes of traumatic friendships to heal. So as the fear comes up, it's like coming back to that point of, okay, we're still here around the fire. We're still moving forward. Even if our moving forward is just like sitting down around the fire. So the fear really feels connected to that like deepening of expansion and potential. Thank you for sharing and and saying like, Hey, not every moment th- that like the fear there is because we've, we've been afraid to address. It's not that I'm not here. Cause I'm here for you forever. Like you're one of my soulmate friends, right? Like you're incredibly important to me and I'll keep showing up. And even when you were upset at me and I, I didn't know what, what you needed to take care of yourself. I still don't know. You know what I mean? And I will always be here as I guess is all I'm trying to say, but what I, I think coming from my, my position before there was a heavy pressure and anxiety that I had knowing that I was as a white person like in some ways felt like I was put up on a pedestal for having done any work and I hated that because I knew I would fuck up I knew that I'm I know I'm no different than any other white fucking person out there and I know that I have tons of work to do and to feel like when I was um acknowledged as doing doing the work that felt like it's finished quote unquote finished and it's never finished and my shit's always coming up my whiteness in the the world that we exist in continues to perpetuate you know like it's always coming up and so the anxiety that I felt the stress that I felt I was ever present in our friendship because I knew that he would call me on it (laughs) and I knew and more than that though I didn't want to disappoint you I didn't want to, I didn't want to hurt you. And I didn't, that's not what my values are. And whether or not I had intention, if it happened, I still did it. And, and that really mattered to me and it still really matters to me. And I, yeah, I, I just know that it, it won't be our last conversation by any stretch of the imagination. This won't be our last conversation about our, about us nurturing each other and nurturing what interracial friendship looks like. Right now you're just like, really like deepening those roots as you're planting in, in this lifetime, it feels like you've already planted in, but it's like that, like next level of we've done that we've done the grounding and planting in our, our friendship. And now it's like going 
deep, like the roots are going deeper than they ever have before so that we can then bring this forward for other people rather than just us. I realized so much of it was like, let's just, I just want to know what is it about our, our sisterhood that was like in the cards? Like, what is it? What is it about like our connection? Um, and you in the beginning were like, well, I want to (laughs) know about like, what, what are, what are the depths talking about race is fucking exhausting. Living in that shit is even worse. Fucking exhausting, right? And so there is a part of it where it's like, let's just focus here and just stay here. And let us dance and sing and do some. Let's play in the sunflowers. Let's just let's just let's, talk about that girl. Let's talk let's about get the into yellow. daisies. And then all of a sudden, right, exactly. But let's get into these daisies. Then all of a sudden, April Monique was like, um, I'm sensing <laughs> I'm sensing some uh some conflict here. I'm sensing <laughs> you got some roots, all right? Y'all got some roots, but um you're trying to stay on the ground. And we, if you want to rise and if you want to grow, you're going to have to- You got to go deeper. Trust yep. the roots and also talk about, talk about the storms that are happening around the, sh- the tree or like talking about what else is in the garden, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, it, you're so right. It, it, that was such a good visual that she, that she made about us having, having roots and being able to trust that we have those roots and that talking about the storms or looking at the storms isn't going to break or cut the tree down. I also had to learn my role as your friend is not to soothe you in these conversations. You're absolutely right. Your role is not to, to take care of me. Your role, like what I have gotten from our friendship that isn't told in our, in our initial conversation about like our quote unquote love story, like who we are is that I also, so I did work before I got, I met you, but you talking about who you are and your, and how you see the world and what your experiences have been have deeply impacted me and my worldview. Yes. So like to implicate that, like you cannot sit in those spaces, like that I wouldn't learn from them, whether it's not directly related to me or it actually is directly related to me would be like a disservice to me and would be dishonoring like really who you are in my in my life like I learn from you every single day I I'm so thankful for for you being so pro-black being so like open and honest about like your identity and open and honest about the feelings that you have and every emotion that you have so as a friend, right, I, I am an optimist by nature. And I think in my role in friends and all my friends is like, how could we like, I, 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 I could be a fixer, a bit of a fixer. And like, how can we, I'm the person who like encourages them when they're not, they can't see. I help people to see the things that they can't always see in themselves. I know that about myself. So when, when it comes, when it comes to the topic of race, that is the one area in our friendship where that is not my role. In fact, where allyship comes up is truly to then be in the space of 
sharing. Like to be an ally is to never feel satisfied. It's it's to never believe that you know it all. It's to always stay uncomfortable. It's pushing yourself. It's asking questions. It's listening. It's fucking trying. It means that's what it means to be a good ally, but it also it's also what it means to be a good person, right? So when I am there and you are uncomfortable and I am immediately and I'm calling you out for some shit and I am immediately like I have to hold myself back as the person that I am it's an, it's a different type of uh relation right to, to and say like yes and and we move forward because that's the roots right and that is that that really is it and I realized that there were times where I was soothing and if I did that where would that leave me in terms of who I was where are you in the friendship where am not? I mm -hmm. Yep. Where I'm everything that I am. And that was the moment where I realized like, holy shit, this whiteness thing, man, this white supremacy bullshit is some other shit. It is. <laughs> and it's stopping me. It's hindering my own growth. It's hindering, it's hindering your fucking growth. And we aren't, we can't possibly grow as a friend if we aren't able to talk about the moments in which we are both uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's interesting. Oh God, that was so, so well articulated. And yeah, it is a hard conversation. Um, Cause I never want you to feel like you don't exist in a friendship. That is not a friendship. In fact, I, um, I hope to, as we grow in our lives together, that I will be able to recognize it when I see it in you too, to make sure that I can see those moments where I, I think you might be holding back and I need have, have a growing period or like I have a growth moment that I need. You know what I mean? It's just such, what's really interesting is that we've spent so much of our friendship talking about race generally. And this is the first time it got brought up about talking about really race within interpersonally, within our friendship. It really was like an important moment, an important moment for me. And, and I know an important moment for you because as we've articulated, like talking theoretically and talking it in practice is so different. Yeah. <laughs> this spiritual reading, goddamn. <laughs> Get you a spiritual reading, y'all. What it gave were so many visuals that I could fall back on to trust us, honestly. When there were moments of difficulty and when there were moments of like hard conversations, right? To trust the work that we've done as individual beings and within our own friendship that that is what that has what has led us to here to be able to love each other in that way because when you're calling me out that's a loving act because it's you communicating what you need and it's you offering me space to get it right mm -hmm. right and acknowledging the experience that you had and I think that like and acknowledging the woman that you want to be and that I know you you want to be. One note I want to say is that I understand why Black people don't want to have friends, white folks, as friends. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> it is moments, right? I understand people who don't want to date outside of yeah. their race. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand. I even understand the white folks who are like, listen, I ain't ready for the heat with to be a friend with Black. Because it does. It, and I'm I'm side eyeing those motherfuckers, but yeah. mm. <laughs> black people, 
we are coming from a place of, of self-preservation safety self-preservation yes um yeah and just inner just peace right and and at the same time i understand the the beauty and the reward of growing a relationship with somebody who is so different from you who has who brings an entirely different perspective Kara, you know you're my motherfucking heart. <laughs> I love me some Kara, y'all. <laughs> Clearly, obviously, succinctly. Here we are. Um, oh, I'm so uncomfortable. I want to acknowledge that. I I just want to acknowledge that that in the in the responsibility that there is of like holding each other accountable, um, that all works require relationship and. Yeah. All relationships require work, um, vice versa, <laughs> twisted, reverse it, however you want to say it. But um, the work is there. You see the work, even saying it was work. Um, and this is just the it 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 is a layer. It is a layer. It is a layer um, of that of that work, a facet of it. You took the words out of my mouth. I think like the gift, the true gift that I have. I mean, I that was the impetus of this whole podcast of us talking about this because the gift of you in my life is immeasurable. And I, oh my God, am I getting emotional? I know I it's so hard. I've been, I've been holding it. <laughs> Fuck. Like I'm, I couldn't be more grateful for you. When I think about this, when I think about gratitude of my life, you are at the top of the list, you know, and I want this for other people. I want mm-hmm. this. I want this for other Honestly, I want this for other white folks. I want them to get their shit together enough, frankly, and be willing to learn and grow and not and 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 be curious and you know self-reflective. At, and not that I'm I am by any means an example, but you have been such a gift to me. And like to for anyone to be too afraid to connect with a person, I think is, I mean, as a person of color, that makes total sense. It's safety completely from my perspective as a white person is, is different, you know, is, is, is disappointing. It's a, it's a sadness. It's like an, there's an emptiness that I would have if you weren't in it. Oh, your face. You're so, even, even you're having trouble uh, processing right now. This (laughs) we'll just process more later. This is what we do. (laughs) Well, you know what we do? We, we process in the moment. We process in edits. We process. Oh my God. You're going to process, process in your morning pages. It's going to be everywhere. I, I want that. I want black women who are also thinking about having white friends. And it's like, damn, I like her a lot, but I just don't know if I can let this person in. I, I also want the black women to know that to be friends with people who are different from you, to be friends mm-hmm. with white folks does not mean you not being who you are. Exactly. Period. You yep. are you are worthy. Oh, you're so worthy. But yes, you it does that that's not what it means. That that's not what it means to be less of yourself, to accommodate. Yeah, you you are so worthy and go go where you are loved go where you are loved yeah mm-hmm. i hope to never ever support a relationship that where someone can't be their full self i totally agree i and i i hope that 
I hope to never encourage anyone to put themselves into, into an unsafe position. I hope no one ever, that's not what anyone takes from this conversation. And girl, if it's not for you, it's not for you. Don't it's force not it for either. you. <laughs> and that's okay too. There's no, there's no need to force. I mean, I guess I did. A, I, I waited my turn. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be persistent, man. <laughs> I thought I was being casually persistent. Casual. No, I'm, I'm so glad you did. Yeah, well, we know next episode there's going to be something new, a new challenge for ourselves. We don't know if it'll be as heady as this one, but I think there is something to be said about being two women in the world and the weight of it, particularly today when we're talking about women of color experiencing all the things that they're experiencing, right? Like there are real things that we need, like justice and like accountability. And there are real things that we need, like the other things, right? We may need something small and bullshit, but you know, I think we gotta name them sometimes. We need basic things as much as we need our full on desires that aren't categorized as need. We need all the motherfucking things. We need, a, we, need a, <laughs> we need the things. So this segment is called Women Should Have. And I would like you to share with me today what do you feel like women should have? What's, what are, what's speaking to you today? You go first, my darling. All right, I got a couple. <laughs> I know you shock. do. I feel like in the nature of this episode, I think women should continue to have compatibility matches. We should continue to nurture that in our lives. We need to have that how do, how do Aries connect with how, with Virgos? We need to have that shit. We need to have those conversations. We need to have, be able to have fun with it and see that that is part of, that's just not like us being young, young gals seeking things out. I've got so much from that with my friend. Yeah, so I think we should continue to have those silly compatibility matches, reading all the things about, uh, about our sign compatibility taking the BuzzFeed articles about compatibility. I think that's what women should have. How about you? Yeah, women should have women-only gyms mm. and health and fitness spaces. And I know Bally's Fitness is a thing, but we need more of it. I love it. Clearly something came up for you in the last couple of weeks where you're like, yeah, ab this shit. Absolutely, I was at the gym yesterday and I was like, why, why are you looking at me? Just, it would be great if there was no, oh God. Yeah, if there was no men here. Um, Why, oh God, that sounds great. I know, I know. But then I just started to think about those who are gender non-conforming and we just need safe spaces to take up space um, and care for ourselves and our bodies yeah. in a way that isn't surrounded by creepy eyes. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. You're right. And I feel like we've been in those kind of spaces before where we've had like openness for folks of all gender identities to be able to feel safe. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, that has not made it to gyms. We have a couple, but not enough. Yeah, and not why enough. are they always pink? That does that's not define me as a fucking woman. It doesn't even have to do all that. Yeah. So that's my next one. Women should fucking have to be able to reclaim blue. Why do the boys get blue? It is calming. It is, it is powerful. It is 
has all of these feelings. Well, once again, look at yellow coming up again. Yellow is gender neutral. You're right. You're so right. Let's do more of it. You're golden. So, no, you're golden. Women should have the ability to be a girl who grows up to be a woman. Agreed. I love you. Yes, I love you too. Was that all that you... Is that's that, all you need to do. Yeah, that's true. That's it. Yeah. That's like in that segment we call women should, women should have. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yes. So yeah, please um reach out to us. What what you think about the show, how you feel about our conversations, get involved in, in the conversation, try it out, tell us what your experience is like. Um again, check out April Monique. Her information is in the show notes. Yes. She's at I am April Monique. Um, but yeah, this is this is us. Yes. I did want to say that, yes, rate us mm. on on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Let us know how you feel. Um, DM us on IG at Beyond Curious Pod. Or if you decide to do a post, hashtag Beyond Curious Pod is the hashtag to let us see it and to let others who are also doing the thing. All right. Take care of yourself. You do the same, my friend. <laughs> <laughs>